What are the Jags doing in free agency? Who are they going to get? What do they need? I tell you what we don't need, and that's a quarterback. And if you do, that's your problem. We got ours. I'll tell you all about it. Just a second here. Locked on Jaguars. You are locked on Jaguars. Your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Tony Wiggins, the host of Locked On Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast, where it's your team every day. And we thank you for making us your first listen. You can also subscribe for free on our Locked On Jaguars YouTube page. And you can get the Locked On Jaguars podcast everywhere you get your podcast on any platform. Make sure you check it out every single day so you don't miss it. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. I'm going to get started right away, and I'm going to let the whole world know what this is all about. We got Trevor Lawrence, and y'all don't. Nah, 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 or whatever we used to say when we were a kid, because we're at this stage. I got to cut this gray hair off my face because I'm sitting here looking at my image and you would think that I'm having some hygiene issues, but I'm not. It's hair. It's gray hair. I'm going to get it off here soon um, if you're watching on YouTube. But listen, it is so good to know that this team has a great quarterback, finally. Uh, it's it's We've only really been in this situation like once, man, and that's when we had Mark Brunel to the point where we've been in some other situations with Leftwich and 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 um, Blaine Gabbert and Blake Bortles and David Garrard, where to a certain degree you had a guy and you liked him for various reasons, but you never really felt like you got that guy right. Him, that's the that's the term all these young people using right now is him the reason why i brought this up is for two things it's it's two ways that you can act when you um what's well, three you can you can act and feel the way i feel right now and, and i know kansas city feels the same way and i was gonna say cleveland but ain't no telling what they feeling up there we don't even want to talk about them and feeling things but um the chargers of course, the Bengals and the Bills. Those are teams that have surefire guys. And I may be missing somebody. If I'm missing one or two, forgive me. But they have surefire, surefire young guys that they believe is going to lead them for the next 10, 12 years, right? Then there's another group. There's a group that has a quarterback that they drafted high, but they still have some questions about him. That's probably Miami. Um, teams like that, right? Probably Cleveland, Baltimore. If they can figure out how to get the dude in, in, in you know, in camp or whatever, and and to come to a, an agreement with a contract where they're committed to a guy, but it might not be the right guy, and it's not surefire. Because look, say what you want about this position, 
like the New Orleans Saints, they're happy to have Derek Carr. And one of the reasons they're happy to have Derek Carr because since Drew Brees left, they haven't had great quarterback play, right? So this is like for them, this is a step in the right direction. But still, is Derek Carr him? It feels so good to not have that question. It also feels good to know, even though all of the people that are going to these, they're jamming up on, on, on these uh, workouts, and I'm looking at one right now on TV. They're talking about Bryce Young. I see the Carolina Panthers staff taking like this award tour. I call it, and I and it's not a world tour. It's an award tour. If you know a tribe called Quest, you'll know what I'm talking about. But they're hugging, and it's almost like bachelor, the Bachelor, man. It's like who they gonna pick, right? And they're going to all of these workouts, and then folks are on Twitter arguing about the importance of the workout and 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 the difference. I saw my man Pete Prisco going at it about the competition or, or the teammates that Will Levis had and Stroud had better teammates, and what's the difference and how can you tell? And just to think with all of that madness that's going on, <laughs> it ain't got jack to do with us here in duval nothing because we got our guy we got trevor lawrence we got 16 we have him we're not worried about this foolishness i'm sitting here with my popcorn just watching all of these people fussing arguing about a quarterback and i realize how great it feels to not have to be a part of that discussion so some of the things you, we were so busy with the season and how the season ended with the Jags making this miraculous run and all of these things that sometimes it hits you where you have to just stop and smell the beautiful air of the bold city and realize we made it. Now we haven't gotten there team wise to achieve our goals, but finding that guy, that dude, that talented generational player who's not only good on the field, he's great off the field. Teammates love him. Folks respect him. He's a leader. He's every single thing you want in a leader and a quarterback. And I see all of these guys, uh, these young cats, and kudos to them, man. They, they're putting their best foot forward. They're doing the things that you're supposed to do at a job interview. Shout out Jalen Collar. All right, you know. All right, man, I, I get it. Just shouldn't have gained all that weight. But anyway, you see these quarterbacks, and they're doing the chalkboard and the whiteboard, and they're answering all of these questions. And it's all it's like nicked and poked and psychoanalyzed by everybody. <laughs> we ain't got to do none of that stuff. Because we got him. Him is Trevor Lawrence. I tell you, the long and the short term, good things about having Trevor Lawrence. And the last thing I want to discuss in segment three is, this is supposed to be a destination place for free agents. But if the team isn't super, super active in free agency, shout out to the three guys that they signed yesterday. I'll discuss them in segment three also. Are they going to ever be able to really take advantage of that? Or does it mean just being able to keep and retain 
your own players. All of that and more in just a second here on Locked On Jaguars. After, that's right, after I let you know that today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. Now, I am so happy because I've been a huge FanDuel supporter and loyal customer for a long time, but now they're partnering with the Locked On Podcast Network and giving you a chance to get caught up because the NCAA tournament is on the way and there's no better time for you. The Sweet 16 is on the way. There's no better time for you to jump on right now. FanDuel is giving new customers a sweet first, a no-sweat first bet. It is a sweet deal. It's called no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. That's right. You heard what I said. If you lose, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up today to claim your no sweat first bet and then you can wager on everything from money line to spreads and all of that stuff all on an app that's safe secure and super easy to use so don't miss your shot at no sweat first bet to one thousand dollars when you join fanduel today just go to fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up make every moment more with fanduel all right segment two here on Locked on Jaguars. I know I'm sitting here being a little, I'm being a little uh, puffed up, man. I'm a little puffed up. And I'm puffed up because this is eval period, right? And these kids are having these workouts. And the Jaguars representation is there at every workout. But they ain't looking at them quarterbacks. They probably looking on them to get a book on a guy, what he can and can't do, especially if one of them is going to end, if one or both end up in, uh, our division right so you want to know and they'll remember everything they'll look back and go yeah you know i saw him at his pro day and he didn't open his foot out whenever he was throwing to the backside. and all right let's see if he can make that throw that's how that works right so you eval just to eval but the thing is also is it just feels good to know that that task has already been done you Every team talks about finding the right leader, not just finding the guy who throws the ball the best. Development, player development, building around a guy. How is he going to act? They're looking these dudes square in the eye when they talk to him. Is he competitive? And I'm sure the player, even though these guys have been trained at this their entire lives, this is the big one. This is the big one. And not all NFL people like the same things. If they say, who's the best player in the draft? I am by far. That's usually the answer that you get. There's some questions that they ask that might be your answer, if said confidently, might come across as being arrogant. So I know these players are really sometimes like guessing and wondering what the, a more appro- or the most appropriate thing is to say. The, the the best advice is just to be yourself because that's what you're an expert at, right? And I think that's what we love about Trevor Lawrence. Trevor's just himself. Who'd have thought somebody in who's a Jet fan or a supporter who said he's going to Jacksonville? They had no idea. You don't understand. The dude grew up a couple of hours away from Jacksonville, right? This is probably where he would be the most at home. He fits this city. Not only is he a great player, but he's a competitor. He, he's this, he's a great athlete. 
but then he gets it. And it's that thing that allowed him to go down 27 to nothing and look around and say, we got it. When Doug Peterson says we need to score every time we get the ball and they come out in the second half against the Chargers and they do it, those guys are able to do that because of the way they feel about Doug, but they're also able to do that because of the way they feel about Trevor. So it's draft time, and you guys probably wonder, why are you sitting here on draft time instead of telling us about free agents or what the Jaggers are doing to create more salary cap space? I'll tell you all that in segment three. Why am I talking about Trevor Lawrence? Because I'm I'm watching these processes, and I'm watching this stuff. And year after year after year, the Jaguars were a team without what we have now. And sometimes we had a guy we were committed to that we knew wasn't him, right? So even though you're not looking for a quarterback, you're kind of wishing for one. And you're hoping that the guy that you have can develop and play better. Add Philly to that group of teams that are real happy with where they are at at quarterback also. Let me not leave them out. But the thing is, man, is what about another team? What about a team like the 49ers that has all of this other stuff but are kind of unsure and uncertain about what's going on at the quarterback position? Won't be in that situation either, even though I would like to be winning all those games that they're winning. But this process is not as – interesting when there aren't quarterback needy teams and there aren't quarterbacks sitting at the top of the draft. We just had one last year when the Jaguars had the first pick overall. Wouldn't that have been a time? That would have been a time to have the first pick too. When there were quarterbacks in the draft that were worthy of being the top pick, but you already had Trevor Lawrence. Do you know the bounty of picks the Jaguars got? And I'm happy with what the Jaguars did and who they ended up with. I'm not saying that, but all I'm saying is, man, This process is more fun when there are top quarterbacks in the draft. It's also more fun when there are teams that are quarterback needy and they're manipulating or or working or matriculating their way up to the top of the draft to be able to get these guys and nobody knows who they're going to take. It's also fun to be a team that doesn't need one because you have Trevor Lawrence and you can sit there and four guys will go off the board, maybe in the first six picks that don't even that the Jaguars weren't going to pick anyway. That's at least if all four of these guys go in the top ten, which is expected, and then maybe a wide receiver or two goes early, and the Jaguars and and then somebody takes a linebacker like Jack Campbell out of Iowa, all positions where the Jaguars are not going to pick. A player, let's just say there are seven or eight of those guys, right? This is what having your franchise quarterback means for you. If there are seven or eight players that the Jaguars wouldn't take them if they failed to them, and the Jaguars are picking 24th, I mentioned this the other day, let's say it's eight. Now, in my opinion, they're picking 15 if all of those guys go before them. because those guys. So the Jaguars could possibly get – the guy that's 15th on their board, or maybe even higher if we have some more surprises, like guys who you don't expect to go extremely high end up going extremely high. 
if the Jags work out a long-term deal with Evan Ingram, I don't think they're going to get a tight end. So let's just say it's three of those guys that will go in the first round. So now instead of eight, that's 11. So now you're getting the 13th choice, the 13th best choice. And if you're getting the 13th guy, it might even be higher than that if more guys end up going higher, whether it be for positional value or whatever. Just like if a center, if a couple of these centers, the kid from Wisconsin as well as if Tipman from Wisconsin or John John uh, David Schmitz goes and the Jaguars already got their center last year and Luke Fortner, well, man, this just keeps getting better and better. Now you might get your ninth guy on your board. That matches up with me. This, this is just a beautiful thing. And I feel like I got a little smile on my face because we got Trevor Lawrence. So if you want to know why I'm talking about Trevor Lawrence at this stage of the game, that's why I'm talking about Trevor Lawrence, because I don't ever want a day to go by that we don't appreciate what, what only not what having him means on the field as a player, but having him means as a Jaguar fan for this franchise, tell you more about it. And some of the new people that have been added in just a second here on locked on Jaguar. Segment three is here on Locked On Jaguars, and we are very, very thankful for you making us your first listen. Now, make your second listen Locked On NFL Scouting with draft dudes from free agency to the draft, salary cap management, and more. Join NFL experts Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino as they take you through what it's like to build a successful NFL franchise every Monday through Friday. Find Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And Trevor Lawrence is your quarterback every day. Just wake up. Just wake up and be happy and and understand. But with that happiness comes responsibility. And there's a responsibility to want to get greedy. And want everything. I don't just want to be relevant. I want to win Super Bowls. And I said it with an S. I want to win championships. I want to win Super Bowls. I don't just want to be knocking on the door for the next dozen years. I want a dynasty, man. I want to be greedy. And a lot of whether or not the Jaguars are able to create a dynasty is what can they surround Trevor Lawrence with? Tell you what they can surround Trevor Lawrence with. Help on the line of scrimmage, and that's exactly what they got yesterday. All right. Now we know that they lost free, uh, they lost out of taking of keeping and retaining Jawan Taylor. We talked about that for two weeks, it feels like. So I ain't gonna beat y'all in the head of you know, I ain't gonna beat up beat y'all up about that. But they did get more competition at running back yesterday. And it was a real good story. Dearness Johnson, the kid that's from the Sunshine State, he reached a one-year deal with the Jaguars. I think he automatically comes in and he channel, channel, challenges Jermichael Hasty. And he's also a very, very good special teams player. But he's a really crafty, sneaky runner, too. He had a really good game. It was either on Sunday night or Thursday night uh, when he was filling in for Nick Chubb and everybody else. And he turned it out. I mean, he was the real deal. Just wasn't enough room for him, uh, you know, where he was playing. So they've retained a couple of their dudes. 
Uh, I'll mention Tavon Campbell. They brought him back. Of course, Trey Herndon, they brought him back to compete. Adam Gosses was brought back. Dewey Wingard was also brought back. The Jaguars did lose Arden Key, okay? They lost Arden Key to the Titans. By the way, Arden Key is the Arden Key is the he's he's Christopher Columbus of Duval County. He ends everything around here. You know, save the city, if you will, right? I'm gonna say this name. I'm gonna say it's Michael Dogby. I hope I said it right from Arizona. Gives you a little bit of a tweener who can play a little edge for you, maybe some five technique also. Um, at 6'4", 280 is a defensive end, but he gives you depth. He gives you competition at those at that position. That's that, that's a real good signing for them because I was wondering what, what else they were going to do on that line. I look at him as sort of the Fred Smoot. Not Fred Smoot, Dewan Smoot. Shout out to Fred Smoot too, by the way, who does his, does his thing on podcasting. Um, that's what I look at him as. I look at him as that type. Uh, he's about two eighty ish, and that's where Smoot was. Uh, Smoot was, and I say is about six three, two seventy, two eighty. That guy that can play the edge, but he can also play the run. The Jaguars love these big, big physical type football players. So I asked my man, Alex Clancy with locked on uh, Cardinals, locked on AZ Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals. And he just flat out told me, he said he's a good depth guy. He didn't go too much more into that. He just said, Hey man, good, good, good depth guy. That's what he is. A a solid guy. Nothing bad to say uh, about him. Just a really, really solid dude. Uh, who can provide some depth and you know, they need it. They're going to need guys to give guys blows. They're going to need guys who are effort people. And I think it's a, a very big deal. Now they did go and get uh, a restructuring of the contract. They with uh, a Foley Farukazi. Uh, they did that and saved 5.9 per uh, field Yates. That's where I got the information from. They uh, saved $5.9 million on the salary cap, freed up some money. Don't know if the reason why they did it is to to re-sign someone else. I don't know if um, if it was for that they're targeting a certain player. I do not know that, and I cannot tell you if that's uh, if that's what they're going to do. But it's starting for me to look like the Jaguars are showing up some of these needs and some of the needs that we all thought that they had coming in. It appears that that what they're doing is taking up some of this stuff so they can target specific guys. They don't have to use these draft picks on them. And when, when folks say, well, just a camp guy. No, it's not. These guys aren't camp guys. These guys are vets, vested veterans that probably got some guaranteed money to come in here. And when the guaranteed money gets them in, in here in camp, this ain't this ain't the part of this. We're not at the stage of free agency where you sign guys just to bring them in and cut them. The guys that they're signing now are guys who are out there on the street and they're signing one-year deals 
Because wouldn't you like to sign a one-year deal when you saw Arden Key come in on a one-year deal and get paid, and then you saw Evan Ingram come in on a one-year deal and get a franchise tag that's guaranteeing him $11 million? If I'm the Jaguars, I am selling that. I'm selling that as we're a good team, and this is what I was talking about, is it a destination place? Guys know that they can come here for one year. They're going to win some games. It's going to be – the, the season, there's a lot of excitement and enthusiasm about the season, as is with every year. But usually sometimes that excitement goes away after week four or week five. That's not going to be the case here. They believe that a guy like Trevor Lawrence is going to give them a chance to make a run in the playoffs. And all you have to do is be a contributor on a playoff team. And you have seen with the, just what happened this past year. If I told you a year ago that Jawan Taylor, who was in a battle for his job with Walker Little, if I'd have told you that he was going to get franchise tag and get $60 million guaranteed, you'd have told me uh, to go take a drug test, right? But it happened. If I'd have told Giant fans Evan Ingram was going to come here and be one of statistically one of the ty- best tight ends in the league, he's going to get franchise tag, they would have laughed me out of Harlem. And Arden Key, one-year deal, got a three-year deal with you know and and i'm glad Arden got paid and i like Arden. Arden's gonna need all that money though because whenever you build cities um <laughs> for those that don't know what i'm talking about Arden key kind of made it sound like he was single-handedly the reason why jacksonville is even on the map now uh and i understand where he was going but there were a lot of people responsible for that so, yeah, there you go. The Jaguars are doing their thing. They finally stepped out in free agency, and we have nothing to do but believe in them. You know, all we do here is just point out what they're doing and what they're not doing and say, now we can come back and go, you see, that didn't work out. We, we're just getting on the record just in case, like a guy like Jawan Taylor goes out there and becomes a first team all pro. And then the Jaguars start thinking they're going to cut Cam Robinson and uh, and then they're going to be looking for a left tackle or a right tackle. And we're just going to point and say, hey, we could have kept our dude like, like we suggested. So all of these things are going to matter whether or not we get a dynasty or get to a dynasty. But we got the most important piece, Trevor Lawrence. Take a breath, Duval. Be happy while you're watching this evaluation process and teams walking around. And they got the owner. They got the GM. They got the coach. They, they probably got everybody. Probably got Hubert Davis. That's why the North Carolina Tigers couldn't win. They probably got everybody from North Carolina going on these tours with them, trying to figure out and make the right decision. And I'm not uh, picking at them because it's that big of a deal, right, to get that guy you can get behind and build your team around him. We already have ours. Thank you. It was even worth the one year of Urban Meyer for us to get him. Make sure you tune in to Locked On Jaguars every single day because it's your team every day. We thank you for making us your first listen, and we will see you again on the next episode. Take care.